The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast, and good morning to everyone on the West Coast. I'm Patricia Raskin, right here for Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Now, have you wondered... For if you're single or if you're in the middle of switching a relationship, how can you find love? And many times women ask this question. You hear that a lot from women. You don't always hear it as much from men. And we have an author and a well-known relationship expert who is talking about looking for love, but from the male perspective. Her name is Barbara Kennedy. She's a well-known relationship coach, prominent speaker, and public health educator. And she has worked, uh, served for several years at the New York Medical College in the Graduate School of Health Sciences, creating preventive programs for organizations and community partnerships. And her new book is Baby Boomer Men, Looking for Love, drawing from gender studies and findings in behavioral science and observations of couples that Barbara's worked with. She's giving us insightful tips for men, you know, in terms of their secrets and insider tips. Welcome, Barbara. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, so let's talk about why you decided to focus on men and how you got your facts and information. Well, first of all, I did, I did some research, um, really based on my own frustrations over the years. You know, I worked in male-dominated businesses. I worked in the World Trade Center for over 20 years in Manhattan. And uh, I was single, and I was... You know, there, I'm in a, a room of 500 men, and I, there's not a suitable mate here for me. And some people laughed at me, and they said, oh, you're only going to Wall Street to meet a husband. And I was like, but like, who? And I started to look at relationship issues, my own initially. And this is many years ago, before I went to New York Medical College and majored in behavioral science. Mm-hmm. And I, I did some research and found out that most relationship books are written by men for women. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I said there's not a relationship book out there that's written by a woman specifically for men. And people said from a business standpoint, it will never sell because men don't read. Well, ha, 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 that's really interesting because I put it on Kindle and they're downloading it. Mm-hmm. I guess they don't want to be caught in the relationship section in the bookstore or be caught dead reading a relationship book, but they are downloading it. And it's very interesting, the response that I'm getting from men and from women in that, wow, you know, it's, you haven't said anything new. What you've done is you've kind of updated the courting procedure and you are addressing some issues that we're all going through now because we are middle-aged and most of our dating is Internet. 
mm-hmm. dating because where else do we meet people? I mean, our lives are so busy. Mm-hmm. What are some big, whether it's revelations or whether it's, you know, things that we knew before that we're revisiting, what are you finding? I'm finding that we have um, a real problem with honesty. You know, who are you? Yeah. You know, who are you? And, and you talk about authenticity. I talk about it all the time. How are you going to buy a suitable mate if you aren't who you are? Yeah, and many times people will not tell the truth about their age on, in, on the Internet relationship site. Mm-hmm. And men lie more than women do, oddly enough. But, you know, they, but they, they, they defend it, and, and I can't argue with that, because people put in parameters. And if you're 61, even though you look 45, if yeah. you're 61, they are looking for people up to the age of 59. And so if you're 61, you don't even come up in there what they're searching for, their search right. engine. And sometimes they will put a younger age there so that they be, they're part of your search. And then in the body of their text, they will say, well, I'm not really, you know, 45, I'm really 55. They'll say it in their text. So that's pretty common right now, oddly enough. I tell people, however, to be very careful when they date um, and to have realistic expectations. And by that I mean only date people who are available. Now, the definition of available is someone who is not currently engaged in a loving, sexual, emotional relationship, but would like to be. Okay, that's the caveat. That is an available man. Now, you know it's a numbers game, and you're, everybody is not exactly 100% authentic. So when you meet somebody and, you know, she's really 30 years older than her pictures showed, and you're not attracted to her, say thank you. Don't tell her she looks nothing like a photograph because she knows. Mm. Okay? You have to kiss a couple of few frogs. That's, that's the way that it is. That's, that's life. So how do you get over that stereotype? You know, you're 60, but you really look 50, and you really act like a 45-year-old, and you have tremendous vibrancy and vitality. But, you know, you see the word 60, and you go, oh, my God. Oh, so they're how, so old. I don't know how old you are, but, I mean, I, I've never been better in my life. Yeah. You know, the yeah. kids are grown. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. very different. And so now it's, it's about having fun. It, it really is tough. I mean, you either, you either do it the way they do it by getting into the matrix or you be honest and have integrity and hope that somebody has a bigger mind than, than others. You know, you know, Barbara, there's a book that I've been reading and a woman that I've had on the program, and I'm sure you know her, Arielle Ford. Uh-huh. And her book is The Soulmate Secret, and it's very much based about the, upon the law of attraction. Right. And how you can meet your soulmate and the person you want by really imaging it and visualizing it and concentrating and being the kind of person that you want to attract. Mm-hmm. And it has worked for many people. Mm-hmm. Well, I can appreciate that. Um, I'll take it one step further. Because when I work with men, I must be very direct. You know, men have a different relationship with words and language than women do. So women are able to abstract easier and, and you know, honor the differences, okay? But here's what, here's what I say to men. If you want to date a lot of women and just go out and have fun, because a lot of people are serial daters, especially men, and you stand out on the front porch of your house and you put out to the world, I'm just looking for a bevy of women to play with. 
a bevy of women will run towards you. If you want a long-term relationship with maybe a commitment and you stand on the porch and you, and you, you portray that, a bevy of women will run towards you. Here's where you get into trouble. You think the only way to attract women is to fool them, to tell them you want a long-term relationship, and then you're dating a bevy of women. Mm. I said, that's where you get into trouble. And then you start saying, well, she's hysterical or she had, you know, she thought this. No, 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 no. You attracted to you what you put out there. And what you got was what you looked for, but that's not what you want. Yeah, what happens, and I've heard this happen, for women who say everything you did and then all of a sudden, lo and behold, it can happen to men too, without really being aware, you're attracted to somebody and they're not available. They could be married. Right. What's my advice on that? Run. I mean, run. I did an interview with Women's Day on the relationship mistakes that the four women on Sex in the City fell into. Mm -hmm. And it was very funny, too, because the person who was interviewing me was just right on the money as well. And And she said to me, you know, when Carrie, you know, had that fling with Big when he was married, you know, what do you think about that? And how do women deal with that when married ex lovers come into their lives? And I was like, run. I mean, why would you entertain that and why would you feed that any energy? That's like throwing energy into a black hole. Why would you do that to yourself? And if you believe in karma, okay, look out and duck. Why would you do that? And I say to women, you know, you you don't want your husband to be, like, noodling around, but, you know, women are the ones who are with those men who are married. So what are those women thinking? Mm-hmm. So we partner as we get older. We, we become more alike than dissimilar. I think it's a hormonal adjustment that happens. I said, but, you know, men are women, women are men. I mean, we, we all want the same thing. At the end of the day, we all want to be happy. But what the elements are of that happiness, that's, that's a personal thing. And that's why I have such a lucrative practice. People want to get clear on what they need and want in their lives right now. And they need some undivided attention to be able to focus on their fears, primarily their fears, their needs, you know, what their gifts are, what their strengths are, what their not-so-strengths are, and get clear on who they are. Sometimes they're not, they just aren't. And, and you kind of fine-tune them, and then suddenly someone walks right into their lives, and they're amazed. And I'm like, why are you amazed? It's such an abundant universe. Well, that's what, that's what you're talking about in terms of getting clear. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Getting really, really clear. Yeah. Now, really, really real. What yeah. about um, being the person you want to attract? So changing yourself mm-hmm. and not expecting the other person to change. Right. If you do the work on yourself, okay, the person mm-hmm. that you're with has to change because you're filling and fitting into different you know, different keys and different locks. So, for example, if you are easily annoyed by your spouse or your partner and, and your knee-jerk reaction is to say something caustic and you take a look at that, because, you know, your behavior is the only thing on the planet that you can control. So don't tell me you can't control your reaction to something, okay? You change the way you behave towards them. It forces them to change their behavior. But the flip side of that is once you start working on yourself and you start getting healthy, 
the relationship more often than not deteriorates and you move on to a relationship that's more suitable, that resonates for you better. If, in fact, you're in a relationship that's not healthy is what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. And for some reason, men are coming into therapy more than ever before, which I am so pleased really? to see. Yeah. And, you know, my, my, I just tell them, look, you're going to start dating? All right. Therapy is wonderful for you. Really, just to get a clearing. It's really coaching. We're co- I'm going to coach you how to ride a two-wheeler, and I'm going to run down the street with you, and, and I'm going to take these training wheels off, and then another block and a half, I'll take those off, and I'll run alongside you. you know, okay. I said, but go to Arthur Murray and learn how to dance. Find yourself a really good barber. Find yourself a really good tailor. Clean out your clean out your closet. You know the white shoes and the white lizard belt. Okay, those get rid of those. Okay, if you're a handyman kind of guy, you know, a guy who works around the house or in the yard or on your car, you need to have a manicurist in your back pocket. You know, you need to clean yourself up and go out there because no one wants to be with a man. Oh, the poor thing. Let me dress him. I mean, take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself first before you can take care of another person. I think what we're going to do is when we come back after break, um, what I want to talk about, Barbara, is what what can we do? And you talked about cleaning yourself up and becoming the person you want to be, but what are the typical issues that you find people have, singles have, men and women, mm-hmm. when they don't attract the right person, when they're bringing in the wrong person more than once? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the bad boy, the bad girl syndrome, or right. the unavailable right. So let's talk about that after the break. And okay. how can people find your book? Oh, well, they can go to Amazon. That would be the first stop. Um, like I said, it's on Kindle as well, or to my website, which www.babyboomermenlookingforlove.com. How easy is that? Okay, terrific. All right, and uh, if they have questions for you, can they write to you on the site? Absolutely. Absolutely. The site's open for emails. Babyboomermen.com. Babyboomermenlookingforlove.com. Okay. All right. My guest today is Barbara Kennedy, and her book is Baby Boomer Men Looking for Love. And uh, we'd love to hear from you after the break. So if you'd like to give us a call, our lines are open at 866-472-5787. And again, you can log on to babyboomermenlookingforlove.com. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. All right, folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. 
Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. You know, I started out on Voice America about eight years ago. I was one of the first people, one of the first 20 on their network, they now have probably two or three hundred shows, and it's really wonderful to see this kind of programming on the internet, so that we can really learn and grow and change and be inspired. And today certainly is no exception on this program. My guest is Barbara Kennedy, and her book is "Baby Boomer Men Looking for Love." So instead of all the women questions, and we get those all the time, she takes this from a male perspective of what are men looking for. Welcome back, Barbara. Thank you. What are men looking for? Men are looking for happiness. But so are women. Yeah, I know. And they're looking for peace. We're not so, we're not so different. We aren't. Um, women, for some reason, are still programmed to settle down with one person, which I think is wonderful. I think commitment and monogamy, I think they're very important in this world because the world is a little bit off the chart right now. Um, so I think it's wonderful that they open up and, and they want to receive love and, and be in a committed relationship. Um, but the issues that um, prevail are, are things that are not really spoken about readily, and we continue to get stuck on that, like etiquette, um, like courtship, um, like former, former um, uh, cuts, pain, disappointment, hurts, divorces, that kind of thing. We seem to have a bag, a burlap bag, and we keep taking rocks and we keep, and, they, and these are grudges primarily or hurts, and we keep loading up this bag with rocks, and then we get into a relationship, and somebody triggers us mm-hmm. unwittingly. They say, a wor- they say blue, and blue is, was your ex-wife's favorite color, and then you start reaching in that bag for the rocks, and we start throwing rocks at each other. Are we even aware that we're doing this? Have we taken the time to really look at what our cuts are? Because, you know, love and disappointment, there is a defining moment, but it's really 
it's a product of a million little cuts. And then finally, there's the cut that isn't going to heal. I find that with relationships that are um, on, on the verge of, of disintegrating, it's like, what caused it? Well, it wasn't just one thing. It was a million things. Well, but why didn't we address these things early on? Why did we collect such a big bag of rocks? Yeah. Because and people, that's all family of origin issues, isn't it? It's, it's a good deal of it is family of origin. And another part of it, which is also family of origin, is cultural diversity that we talk about all the time. When people are um, re- duplicating painful relationships of their childhood, thinking that, well, I can get it right this time. Mm-hmm. For example, a woman who has a very abusive alcoholic father, a young girl, may grow up to be attracted to abusive alcoholic men. Now, we all know this. This is not news. The problem that the women do, though, this time they're going to bring sobriety into somebody's life so that they feel that they've accomplished something. And, but they can't. You cannot change another person. We talk about it, and we talk about it, and we continue to try to do it because we're fixers or we're nurturers. Or When somebody needs to be fixed and you get into a relationship with that person, you are settling, and nothing good can come of that. Now, culturally, I've had people who actually argue about she doesn't peel potatoes right. It's an example. Mm. Well, how, what's, what does that even mean? She doesn't peel potatoes right. She's doing it all wrong. Now, just a minute. The potatoes got peeled. They got cooked. Everybody got fed. Everybody's happy. Why are you stuck there? Peeling potatoes is peeling potatoes. Is there an art to that? Well, it turns out that he doesn't mean it's wrong. He means it's unfamiliar. Okay, so that's the relationship with words. Because when someone says to you, Patricia, you're doing that wrong, you back up, right? Okay? Rather than saying, well, that's different. You know, let me see how you're doing that. So we tend to have this, because we're, we're more equal than we ever were historically, we tend to get into an arm wrestle over this. Who's doing it right? Who's doing it faster? Who's got more money? Who's got, who's got a faster car? What's the point of all of that? Yeah, and what about the underlying values of what are the things that make you happy and what are the things that you, you know, really are looking for? Certainly, I mean, economic status and financial security, whether you do that for yourself or another person, certainly physical attraction does play a factor. I mean, there are some things here, but... What about those deeper pieces? Such as? Well, as I said, I mean, rather than focusing on some of the more external things. Oh, you know, we're not that complicated, Patricia. We've only been out of the cave for about a a century, and there are some people, as you know, still living in caves. We've only had indoor plumbing for 100 years. We're really not that sophisticated. Mm -hmm. Baby boomers have ridden an interesting train, I mean, we have lived through extraordinary times, which is why I have a timeline in the beginning of the book. Oh, my God, we started out with Howdy Doody, and then before you knew it, we were flying on the Concorde. Okay, people went to the moon and back. We have had the most extraordinary experiences on the planet, on the continuum, on the timeline. But basically, we are who we are. We're primates. Come on. And courting is the same way. The women protect the cave. The men go out and, you know, shoot and forage for food, whatever. The fact of the matter is men know within 15 seconds if this is going to work. 
Okay? Now, it may fall apart for other reasons, but within 15 seconds, they know if this date, if there's going to be another date. How about women? Do they know too? Women kind of know, but women are a little bit more complex. Women are looking for other things. Okay? So they can overlook the beauty and the glamour of mm-hmm. a person, of an individual. But we are still attracted to men. But, you know, they're attracted to men physically. It's more about how they put themselves together. Mm-hmm. Okay? Men, women don't like to date men who wear more jewelry than they do. Women don't like to date men who, you know, have their shirts unbuttoned halfway down and their chest hair is showing. You know, hygiene is very important. You know, it's, it's a whole... It's, it's a whole that women are so excited when they meet somebody who's gainfully employed. It's a whole different set of, of values there. Whereas men, men, men are more, I don't know, they're more, you know, they're more visual. You know, it's more about how does this fit into who I am and how does this reflect on me. Women are not so much. We're, we're kind of different in that particular area. Men tend to be attracted to younger women until they find that they'd rather be playing golf than walking through the mall. But the other thing that you said, the flip of that, Mm -hmm. the flip side, is that although men are attracted to younger women, you're finding a trend in younger men with older women. Mm -hmm. More than ever. And I don't mean that the men are like gigolos. Why is that? Um, I think that men and women right now, like I said, we're more alike than different as we mature. But I think that we are um, more compatible. Um, Women as you know, live longer. And women have spent thousands of hours at the gym doing aerobics. And women are pretty savvy for the most part now. And they're looking for more energy. I mean, women are now into motorcycles and, and running 10Ks. And it's just a whole... Women are very different. And that has a lot to do with some of the chafe in society right now because, you know, men and women were moving along pretty well. And then after World War II, women decided... I think because of World War II and the exposure to industry, women started to become uh, more industrious, if you will. And we, we were, men thought everything was fine. You know, they were like Garfield. You know, they were fat and happy and life was good. And I came home from work and the dinner was on the table. And, and suddenly it's like, I've got a job and I'm not going to be home till 7.30, so can you peel the potatoes tonight? And men were like, wait a minute, what, what's wrong with that picture? So they, the men really did struggle to try to accommodate women. And as you know, my book is not a male bashing book. It's more of a supportive, we honor you and we thank you for what you've contributed to the world, men. And we just want to be able to have a conversation with you so everybody gets their needs met. And so we forced them. We did. We forced them to develop their female side. Most men still don't have a clue what that means. We force them to come to Lamaze with us. We force them to get up and baby and feed the baby at night and then get up in the morning and go to a, you know, a nine-to-five job. Did, did it make us bad people? No, but the fabric of society changed as a result of that. So I think men and women alike are pretty confused, but right. I think men are a little bit angrier. <laughs> All right, so let, let's, let's flip this around. We have three minutes to break to mm-hmm. the positive side. You know, let's look at a man in middle life and a woman in midlife. But let's start with men since your book is Baby Bull Men Looking for Love. Mm -hmm. So in a couple of minutes, what would you say, um, what can men do? What can men do to draw in what they're looking for Mm -hmm. in their life? I think they have to screw up their courage. 
I think they have to be honest, and I think they have to move out into the world, and they have to be very clear on what they're looking for. Just be very clear. If you're, if you're looking, look, if you're looking, if you put on, for example, on a dating service that you live in Los Angeles and you're looking for a seven-foot-tall oriental woman with, with red hair with a Ph.D. who lives within two miles of your home, that's totally absurd. Okay. You have to cast a wider net and be available because you never know. You just never know when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen. So I'm not telling men or women for that, part, for that, point, uh, for that uh, matter that, you know, you have to put on lipstick to take out the trash. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. But be open and be available. And don't be afraid to approach somebody. You're standing online at AJ's in the bakery section, and there's a really sweet woman standing next to you, and you can try to determine if they're attached or not by whether they're wearing a wedding band or somebody's hanging on them, if you will. How hard is it to say, are you single? Are you a single woman? Are you a married woman? I mean, how hard is it on, on, a, on standing online at the bank to turn around to someone and say, wow, this is like a really long line, so, you know, what are you doing for lunch? How hard is that? It's a numbers game, Patricia. You might have to kiss a couple of turkeys, but it's a numbers game. All right, now on that note, we're going to take a break. My guest is Barbara Kennedy, and her book is Baby Boomer Men's Looking for Love. Barbara Kennedy, MPHMSW, is a well-known relationship coach, prominent speaker, and public health educator. And she has been in a private relationship coaching practice in Scottsdale for many years. All right, folks, you're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And you can log on to Barbara's website at babyboomermanlookingforlove.com. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? 
You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. My guest is Barbara Kennedy, who is a well-known relationship coach, prominent speaker, and public health educator. And her book is Baby Boomer, Men Looking for Love. Welcome back, Barbara. Thank you. Okay, what can women do? We talked about what men can do. You know, they can speak up more and not be shy. What can women do to, to meet the, the men? Same thing. Be open and be available. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's not complicated. What about it, making your list, making the list? qualities that you want well that's always um that's that's very good when you're doing a clearing for the most part with a a therapist or a counselor or a coach and that's primarily what i do with men i get them very clear on what they need and what their fears are because when fear is part of the equation you do really stupid things and you behave like a reptile and you know reptiles can eat their young so when someone gets afraid of something, their behavior is obtuse. And so I address that in my book, the whole fear thing. Um, getting, getting clear on what your needs are, you make a list of what's important to you, whether it's how they vote, um, what size they are, uh, where they live, what kind of work they do, you know, where they were educated. You can make that list and then prioritize it and then what you start to do is you start crossing off the things that, well, you know, I could live without that. Oh, I could live without that. And then you get realistic. I help people get realistic goals when, when they're dating. And we also talk about, well, when she said this, what did she mean? When she did that, what did she mean? So I teach people to be in the moment, to be able to read somebody's body language, to understand when they say something, what they mean. I teach them, you can't believe this, Patricia, but the five most important things that any person should be able to say in any language around the world. They're so simple. They are please, thank you, excuse me, I'm sorry, I love you. Now, people seem to, yeah, 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 well, that's, you know, that goes without saying, but then they don't use them in their relationship. A man in a restaurant gets up from the table and, and leaves. I mean, he's going to the men's room wherever he's going, but his date is sitting there like, what, what, did, was it something I said? What, what, what is so hard about saying, excuse me, I'll return in a moment, okay? You know, they just, they just behave, like, sometimes in such a bizarre fashion. Or they ask you a question, but you feel like you're being cross-examined. So soften your voice, soften your intent. The whole process, a successful process, is slow and easy and constant, right? So... Why don't we take a deep breath and reach out with the best part of us, not the insecure, battered, tired, irritated, arrogant part of us, 
And the arrogance is something, and the haughtiness is something, and the narcissistic tendencies, these are things that are so prevalent in the single, middle-aged dating world right now that sometimes you feel like you're being drawn into something, but it feels weird. Okay, if it feels weird, it is weird. So honing your instincts, you know, what are the red flags? Let's list the red flags, and then let's look at your history and see the type of people that you've been attracted to and why they have or have not worked out, and let's take some responsibility for that behavior. Absolutely. So you have to be willing, though. You have to be willing. And and I think another thing that you talked about is being realistic, Mm -hmm. being realistic. But how effective is it, and we asked you this before, is not just writing out the qualities that you want, but really um, becoming the person you want to be. So, Barbara, you want someone kind. You want someone fun. You want someone loving. Right. You need to be that in your own life first. That's correct. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean if you are kind and gentle to someone, they're going to be kind and gentle in return. That's so, so we get disappointed and we get hurt. And we, we can't. We can't. We just can't. We need to understand that that's somebody else's issue, and you either make a statement about it or you very kindly pull back from it and move into something that's more suitable for you. We know, Patricia, what we own. We are our own worst critics. So when someone says to me, and I'm very lucky to be a size 4 at my age, okay, so if someone says to me, you know, I, I like very thin women and, and you're just, you know, a little bit... Uh, well, what? I know that that doesn't belong on me. That belongs on the person who's saying that. And so I know that their perspective is a little bit skewed, and I'm not going to change their mind. You just, you just pull yourself away. You thank them for their time, and you allow them to experience their world. You don't need to fix anybody. That, that's my job. You can give them my phone number. That's my job. When you start to try to fix somebody that you're in a relationship with, you've changed the rules of the relationship, and now you are an enabler. And when you start to enable that stuff, that just spirals out of control. Don't make a fuss, just make a choice. This is not worth pursuing, or this is worth pursuing. And believe what you hear and believe what you see. When a man tells you he is not interested in a long-term relationship, believe him. Why do you have to challenge it? Oh, I'll change his mind. You're, that's nuts. Absolute nuts. That's going to drain you. It's going to waste your time, and you're going to be banging your head against the wall. So don't go there. When somebody says, oh, you went on vacation, oh, you went to Paris, oh, I hate you, believe them and distance yourself. This is survival. This is self-protection out there in the jungle. And we are in a jungle. It's a dating jungle. You know, you can cyber, you can cyber um, research anybody now. I'm always very suspicious when I meet someone who is a purported captain of industry, someone who is very accomplished, and there's not a word on Google about them. You don't know anything about them. I'm sorry, but that doesn't work. There are ways to find out if people are married. Every state has a different venue where you can go and see somebody's status in something. Do not date men who are not available. So available, once again, available means... You have identified a person who is not at this moment involved in a loving, intimate, 
sexual, emotional relationship, but would like to be. Okay. All right. Just want to let you know that you dropped for a little bit of time, so I didn't hear some of what you said. I know it was very valuable. So let's um, let's go back and and talk about what would be your closing thoughts here in terms of what can men do and women do. Let me just read some t- some statistics. Approximately 39 million men and are boomers, and they were born between 1946 and 1964. About 50% of married men become single again before middle age, either through divorce or a spouse death. death. Among single males in the U.S., one out of every six is 45 and older. One of us turns 60 every 60 seconds. All right, Barbara, so based on all of that, what would you like to leave us with? There are a lot of very interesting, accomplished people out there with so much to offer. Just go out there and play with them. Don't have an agenda. I'm sorry. Don't look so hard, maybe. I'm sorry? We work too hard? Don't, don't look so hard. Don't well, look so hard. Don't, don't look so hard is, is number one. Don't be a critical parent. Don't start critiquing people. Uh-huh. Okay, that's not your place. Your place is, to, is only to decide for yourself if this is a viable relationship for me or isn't it. You make the choice right up front. Men, it takes men 15 seconds. It takes women a little bit longer to decide if this is a viable relationship for them. Once you have determined, I don't think so, if you want to give it a second chance, go for it. But odds are you know right out of the chute if this is going to work for you or not. Do not change who you are to accommodate another person unless that change is something that you want to do for yourself. Ah, so we take responsibility for ourselves. That's exactly. You cannot take care of another person unless you can take care of yourself. Okay. Any quick comments before we break about intimacy? You know, I've heard people say, well, you really need to know somebody at least three months before you become intimate. What would you say about that? Well, you're talking about intercourse. That's not intimacy. Very different. Intimacy is born of language. Mm. If you have intercourse without intimacy, it's called dead sex. Oh, it might be great. Oh, she, you know, she was a hottie, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have tooth. It's not going to last. Intimacy is born of language. It's trust. It's accommodating another person, it's listening, it's responding appropriately, it's saying things that are kind and loving and supportive. That is the beginning of intimacy. Now, the end product could be intercourse. To have that end product be really fine, you begin to, you know, foreplay is 24-7. In my house, we used to laugh, emptying the dishwasher is foreplay. But foreplay is really language. So is there would is there some kind is there a rule or would you suggest uh does it just depend could uh, intercourse be in a week if you have intimacy or should it be longer Well I don't use the word should I don't like to should on anybody because who am I to say I'm not the oracle I'm another human being you know crawling around in the dirt like everybody else I don't know what they should do What I suggest however is to go at your own pace you make the decision. If you meet somebody and, and you want to spend the night with them, I'm not going to tell you no. My gosh, we're old enough. You know, if not now, when? If not you, who? You know, it's, you do what you feel is good. But empty sex 
is really very painful for most women still, more painful for women than men. You know when you're ready. You know, three dates, three weeks, three months, you know, it's the rule of three. I don't think that that applies anymore. I don't think people are jumping into bed with just anybody anymore, like the 70s. Although some men who've come out of 30-year marriages think that they're going to, you know, they're going to go out and have a wild time on the first night because they're still stuck in the 70s. Women have changed over the last 30 and 40 years tremendously. We're a little bit more reserved. And, of course, hormones and Viagra and all of that, that has extended our sexuality, which is fabulous because mature lovemaking is just it's a, other, and a whole other dimension. Such a pleasure to have you on, Barbara. We could go on forever. Tell yes. people again how they can find you. www.babyboomermenlookingforlove. I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona. You can contact me through, through email. You can contact me through my website. I'm available. Thank you so much. Thanks for being on the program. Stay on the line. My guest has been Barbara Kennedy. Her book is Baby Boomer Men Looking for Love. Remember, folks, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin, Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.